What's up, guys? Welcome to Breaking Walls, episode 12. My name is James Scully. On the Wall Breakers today, we have a special edition of our podcast. We're calling it the State of the Union 2015 for the Wall Breakers and what's going on, what's just happened, what's going to happen into the future. Last year in February, I recorded a video called the State of the Union for the Wall Breakers, where I outlined some of the changes I was looking to make at the time in the community, not knowing what was going to really happen as the year progressed. And now that we can get out of uh, 2014 and look at 2015 and look back on 2014, this was a monumental year in my life personally, and it's a monumental time for the Wall Breakers as a community. It's no secret to anybody that February 1st of 2015, the Wall Breakers relaunched. Sometime earlier than that, in last July, Lena came on as my partner. We didn't make that public till October, November, but we had been working behind the scenes for months. And in fact, when we launched the Wall Breakers on February 1st, 2015, on the what would be the three-year anniversary of the original launch, Lena and I had been working on the new community for over six months. And we've, uh, we've intimated some of the details to you as what, you know, in terms of what went into that and what we're looking to do. And today, I wanted to pull back the curtain a little bit and give you some more details about what the long-term vision is for the wall breakers and what are some things that Lena and I are noticing immediately just a few months out from um, relaunching the community and the kind of content that we're publishing now. I'll also be transparent and say part of the reason for this particular podcast is that Lena and I are currently lining up our interviews for the month of April and haven't had a chance to record them yet. I have a friend who you'll be very excited to hear on the next issue of this podcast. She works for a huge media company, and she's also emigrated to and from countries in her life. And we're going to talk about some of the things that she has learned along the way. And I'm very much looking forward to that chat. We're going to record it this coming week. We're also trying to line up our April mentor uh, interview. I just want to say that really quickly, in my life personally, I was moving for the month of February and the month of March, and so it caused me to have less time to, than I would like to to work on the wall breakers. But now that all of that is settled, I can devote a lot more of my free time to pushing this community into the directions it needs to be pushed, and a lot of that has to do with listening to what you guys have to say in the first place. So as far as a state of the wall breakers is concerned. The first thing that I'm going to say is that you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes by searching for the wall breakers. And you can also listen on soundcloud.com slash the wall breakers. And you can do both of those things at the wallbreakers.com in our footer. You can find links to both of those, uh, aforementioned sites, SoundCloud and iTunes. And also in the right hand rail up at the top, there's a little mini media player, that plays all of the previous episodes of Breaking Walls. A year ago, when I was looking to figure out where to push this community next, the thought never crossed my mind to abandon the Wall Breakers and, and give up and say, oh, well, there's a lot of sites out there. There's a lot of colossals and a lot of design milks, and the Wall Breakers will just never have a voice in this community. It's failed already. Why would it work You know, going forward? First of all, it didn't fail. It was just needing to evolve. Second of all, just because something isn't working completely at this moment doesn't mean that you should pack it in and just quit 
You should never quit if you think that there's a solution that you can get to. And a lot of the times those solutions are really asking for advice from other people and their feedback and opinions because we're only by ourselves one mind and the more uh, we can develop a community aspect, the more that we can share information with each other. And that was really the linchpin when Lena and I got together for our podcast interview last July and started talking about things we were looking for from our personally creative and business lives. Some people out there are very lucky. They are at a job or in a career or uh, making money off of their passions at a level that they find acceptable and they're happy. I wasn't feeling that way and um, that's not a knock on like anything that was going on in my life what be it jobs or be it the things that I was doing in my spare time but sometimes you just have to look at things and say alright how can I make uh, you know growth happen we, we're I'm 28 years old at the moment you move forward in your life and 21 becomes 28 very quickly and just because you're getting older it doesn't mean that all the aspects of your life are growing and honestly when you leave school if you've gone through you know your K to 12 and then your four-year college program there's no manual when you're 21, 22, 23 years old and you graduate college for what you need to do. Lots of people go back to school because they have passions that they discover later. There's very few of us that at 16, 17 years old, when you're signing that paperwork, some of us, uh, you know, taking out loans, exorbitant thousands of dollars to go to college. When you're 17, I had no idea what I really wanted to do. How could, how could you really? I mean, there are things, there are times, and there are people that know from the time they're 8, 9, 10 years old exactly what they want to do and have the right kind of nurturing to get there, and they never look back. And to me, that seems almost foreign because I've evolved and changed so much. And when Lena and I sat down and looked at where our careers were going and what we can do to help out, we noticed that you guys on the other end have been feeling something similar. We're all going through the same thing, and... To me, these solutions are really a lot easier than, than sometimes we want to make them seem in our own mind when we feel uh, lonely or oppressed or any of those negative emotions that we might encounter. How many times do you go out and spend time with your friends or colleagues that you like that you get along with really well or have social chemistry with and when you get home that night you think to yourself, I feel good right now. I feel like I accomplished something. Why not take that and just multiply it and have it happen over and over again in your life? And that's one of the things that we really wanted to do. We wanted to develop the wall breakers, which was the original tenant that Matt Weckl and myself tried to set when we launched in 2012 as a place for people to come to, to communicate, to be a part of the art community or the creative community. And as Lena and I were evolving that, we, we looked at what we wanted to do and we said, okay, what I think we need to do here is make what we would call tools for a breakthrough career. And it's no secret to anybody that if you live in a developed world, you need income to survive. It doesn't matter if you're born with a silver spoon in your mouth, there's still income there. Nobody is walking through the world with a lint in their pockets like Johnny Appleseed flicking apple seeds across countries. It's not happening. It's 2015. It doesn't work like that. So if you're going to have to work and you're going to spend 40 to 50 to 60 hours a week doing something, it should probably be something that gives you both financial satisfaction and pleasure. And if it's not, you're going to be lacking things in your life and trying to make up for them in other aspects, and it doesn't work long term. If you have a passion 
that you are not fulfilling, it's creating a void in your life. I don't want to hear anything else to the contrary that you want to talk your way out of that feeling. It's true. It creates a void in your life. So how can we monetize our passions? That's what tools for a breakthrough career really means. How do you monetize your passions so that your career and your passion are one and the same and you're living a healthy life because of it? This doesn't necessarily mean that you're a millionaire. It would just mean that you know you are uh, living the kind of life that makes you happy. And Lena and I sat down and we looked at different target audiences. And this is right now at this exact moment where I'm pulling back the curtain a little bit for you guys. We looked at four core target audiences when we wanted to relaunch. And it starts with the graduating senior in college. And while this is sometimes true for all professions, if we focus in on the creative world for a moment and we say, you know, a 21-year-old who's a second semester senior in college, she or he is getting ready to graduate, but the chances are that they don't really know what it is that they want to do. We'll say, I can't give you an exact percentage, but I feel like the majority of people leave college not knowing exactly what they want to do. I got advice from someone uh, who I respect very much. His name is James Somerville. He ran Attic, A-T-T-I-K. He had started the company at 19 in his grandmother's attic. And I interned for him in 2007. And I remember specifically him saying, you'll learn more in six months after school than you'll ever learn in school. And at that time, I couldn't really comprehend that. But seven years ago, now looking back, he was absolutely right. So this graduating senior, she doesn't really know what she wants to do. She doesn't know or he doesn't know how to develop the proper portfolio to get into certain professions. And she's going to be thrown out into the work world, potentially with uh, $80,000 worth of student loans to have to pay off. So you have to get a job, regardless of the fact that whether or not you know what you want to do. So we have this woman or this kid or this man at 21. Now, I don't necessarily have all the answers at this point in my life for that person. But as a collective unit, we can help. The second target audience is a little bit older. This is a uh, like late 20s person with five, six, seven years worth of experience in the working industry. Chances are she's making or he's making decent money. They're surviving, but not, they're not necessarily thriving. And most of their day is spent doing a job that they're not necessarily fully enthralled with. And by the time that they get home, they spend their time catching up on television or working uh, on errands and things like that and just keeping their life in order. And remember, on the last episode of the podcast, Monica Lowe mentioned that you have to find the time to develop your passion projects. It's hard. It really is. When you work 50-hour weeks and you're getting home at 7 o'clock at night, when are you sitting down and recording a podcast or painting or developing your writing? But the truth is that if you want to monetize that aspect of your life, you're going to have to find that time. It's really, there's no other option. But connecting with other people and figuring out ways to do it in that way is a good step. Because let's say that you have a talent and you hook up with somebody who has a similar talent and you guys start working together, like Lena and myself, hey, you make things happen. Lena and myself sat down. We said, let's relaunch this community. And it happened because we said it was going to happen. And then we did the work. In retrospect, it really wasn't that hard because it was something we wanted to do. So the truth is, once you start to elevate yourself and your passions, 
they won't feel like chores because you'll you'll look forward to coming home from work and accomplishing them. And before you know it, it'll help you monetize things. So there's two target audiences right there. You have the graduating senior unsure what to do, and then you fast forward his or her life five or six or seven years, and it's not a guarantee that they've ever figured out what they want to do. And that's what we want to help. Now there's a third target audience. That is somebody who is like a mid-career art director or creative director who spends most of their times in, uh, in work in meetings, trying to get their work done or dole out uh, other kinds of work to other people. They're middle management essentially with some levels of power over juniors in terms of how able to make decisions and not in terms of uh, seniors. They still have to answer to people who are five, six years their senior and uh, they're kind of stuck in the middle and wondering what to do next. How do they rediscover that passion that they once had? And a lot of times the answer would be to reconnect with what you like. Uh, it would be to talk to that person who's a few years your, your junior. It would be uh, to talk to the person who is 21 and, and leaving school and bridging that gap with the younger generation. And going from there, really, honestly. And our fourth target, target audience is a senior member of a um, company, a design group, you name it, uh, an executive creative director, a, a director of something, someone who has 20 years of experience. And maybe this particular person is worried that they've lost touch with those other three target audiences because they too spend all of their time in meetings or they're schmoozing or they're caught in the middle. And it's very easy to lose touch with things. You have to make a conscious effort sometimes. And there's that kind of person who does have the experience to pay it forward to the younger three target audiences and let them, you know, know what's what or how or let them know the decisions that they've made that were mistakes that they can, you know, learn from so that they don't make those mistakes. So we set up those four target audiences, the graduating college senior, the early to mid career person, the mid, you know, to later career person and the senior person. We have these four target audiences that have a lot of similarities because Life is honestly one single conscious stream. You and I are the exact same person we were at 3, at 10, at 17, at 28, at 35, at 55. It's a series of get up, go to bed, get up, go to bed, get up, go to bed. We're, it's not a dream. This is real. Some theologians or spiritualists might argue that this is just a dream in general. But let's, you know, removing that aspect of things. You and I are the same people we were when we were 10 years old. We didn't blink and become 30. We're still here. We've lived the life. So it stands to reason that if you don't and if we don't start to figure out what's going to monetize our lives in a passionate way at 21, at 25, at 35, there's no guarantee we'll ever figure that out and we'll still be living the same unsatisfied conscious stream. And I don't know about you, but I'm not going to live that. I, I don't think you want to live that either. So this is why we got to, you know, figure things out. And once again, that's not to say that everybody is living this life or that if you're living this life, you should go hang yourself from a cherry tree in the backyard because it, it's just simple things that you can do to instill happiness in your life and communication and thinking about tenants that you can live your life by is definitely uh, two of them. So now we have this core audiences, the four targets. That was something that Lena and I wanted to set up. The other big thing, as you guys know, is that we're developing all of our content for each month under a monthly theme that ties into 
an event or a holiday in that month. February's relaunch theme was vulnerability. That came from Valentine's Day. March's theme was serendipity. That came from St. Patty's Day. April's theme is growth. That comes from uh, the beginning of spring. Now, I'll let you in on a secret here, as I never really do that. Next month's main holiday is Memorial Day. And that theme for next month will be remembrance. So, look at this from a linear perspective. Because we are living one stream of consciousness, but it is deeper than that. The holidays and the year are a life cycle. Vulnerability, when you allow it into your life and you don't fear it, leads to serendipity. Serendipity, of course, as we know, is the you know, positive things that come from being vulnerable and not being afraid to open up. Because chances are, when we're afraid to open up, we perceive these bad things that are going to happen to us that happen to us, what, 2% of the time we open up? Come on. So we're open, and once we're open and things, good things start to happen, it leads to growth. And that growth is a thing where, you know, what we're doing here for this month, you look at back on your life and you say, I've learned things and because of which I'm in a new place. Now looking ahead, you have to remember though why you came and what happened. Don't get too ahead of yourself. Remember what brought you to the dance and remember what you've learned. That's very important. So we have the four target audiences and then we have the monthly themes that build your life in the course of a year and honestly if you step back and look at the holidays they all follow the seasons and if we live our lives according to them I'm finding by doing that it's simplifying things and it's producing growth in my life I tried to be vulnerable and I allowed serendipity to happen and I feel like I've grown from it and that's important to recap We've got four target audiences that encompass basically a 21-year-old to a 65-year-old because we're all people and we're all living one stream of consciousness and we can help each other. If you want to organize things a little bit, you can do it by the theme of the years because each year has a monthly theme and those holidays and those events help us keep ourselves grounded. Now within that, we're going to produce content, artistic stuff, podcasts, interviews, editorials about what's going on in our life. We're opening up the forum for you guys if you want to come and write an article a month for us or you know, if you are somebody who has specific feelings about April's theme growth or next month's theme remembrance, please talk to us. We want to hear your feedback. If you don't think that this is working, let me know why you think that's the case and we can try to tweak. I would say that at this point in time during this a uh, little state of the union address, everything on the wall breakers is going well. We relaunched without any hiccups. I'd like to thank personally, as Lena would as well, uh, Michelle Lamoureux, and Michelle, if I've just pronounced your last name wrong somehow, I apologize. She was the web developer on the wall, uh, wall breakers relaunch, and it was a fantastic job on her part. I would like to thank the three people who've submitted uh, monthly header themes to us so far. This month's theme is done by Caitlin Hackett. And if you, the theme uh, header is if you go to thewallbreakers.com, you'll notice that each month there's a, a new piece of artwork that backs our marquee, essentially. And this month's by Caitlin Hackett for growth. Last month was Spencer Johnson for serendipity. And February's was vulnerability. And that was by uh, Patricia Raubo. So I want to thank you guys. And so basically, we've been contracting out someone to do our header each month. 
and you know we'll have one for May as well. So if you're interested in that, please let me know and we can talk. Lena and I spoke last week and we noticed that you guys are really gravitating towards the interviews and also the editorial stuff that uh, we've written. I I've gotten incredible feedback on some of the editorials I've written so far during the relaunch. I, people have told me things like, uh, you know, it's very brave of you to write that. Look, I, I, I thank you. I really do. I don't, I don't see that as being brave. I just see that as opening up and, and talking about what's going on in all of our lives. Because like I've mentioned in the past, sometimes when we're going through things, it feels like we're the only ones who are going through that. And that's not true. It's simply not. We're all going through the same thing because we're all living a stream of consciousness. Once again, we're all the same people we were when we were eight. It's hard to put yourself back in the mindset of being in the third grade and depending on what your childhood was like, you may or may not want to. And if that was the case, I apologize. But the fact is that we are all those people and, and there are baggage and things that happen in our lives that it, it's not forever lasting. We can, you can face those things head on. You create happiness where there were voids and suddenly you're in a new place. I am living proof of that. I gave up my entire life last September and uh, didn't know I'd be back in New York. I've been following my instincts the whole way, and, and I'm back. And, and, I do, and I mentioned this previously, and I don't want to make this the James Scully show, but what I'm trying to say is that it's living proof that if you just follow your instincts and, and you try to take your heart to where you want to be, you'll get there. And it doesn't mean that I know what's 10 steps down the road. I have no idea what that. I can't see 10 steps down the road. I can see that it's Saturday, April 4th, and I'm going to go shoot an interview with Lena in a few minutes. That's what I can see. And I don't need to see much further down the road than that. Because now is the only time. You know, we create tomorrow today. So if you have been feeling down, pick yourself up today. Smile. Find something that you love. Go connect with a friend. We all have friends. So reach out. If you've been feeling hurt by somebody, tell them in a productive way. Get rid of the negative feelings and the fear of opening up. Allow the serendipity to come in, and you'll grow from it. So I want to quickly recap those two things once again. We have our four target audiences. We have our yearly theme. And within that, the Wall Breakers is very open to anything that you might want to bring us. I was very fortunate recently that I became an HBO documentary diplomat. So I've got the opportunity to view documentaries before they come live on HBO and if I feel a, a connection to the monthly theme or to something that's going on in our lives, I can tie that together with the HBO documentary. I wrote uh, an article last week about that using Hillary Knight, who drew Eloise, the precocious little girl. That was also done with Kay Thompson in the 1950s. They produced four stories, and he has been living in relative obscurity since that time, although he's had a very successful career. And thanks to his now good friend Lena Dunham, of HBO's Girls fame, she produced a doc. She helped executive produce a documentary about his life and about Eloise and the lasting impact it had on him. And I, I found very uh, powerful things happening when I was watching the documentary and felt compelled to write about it. And that's basically where the Wall Breakers is at at the moment. We are in the process of learning what it is that you guys want. And going from there, this is month three of a relaunch. And it's my now third year and third month being a part of the Wall Breakers. And that doesn't even count the planning stages prior to the original launch. It's radically changed my life. I 
feel like I can't even remember what it was like to not have the wall breakers. And my thoughts are only about figuring out what kind of uh, position the wall breakers will have in my life going forward. At times, I felt like it needed to be something that I monetized immediately. And I, that was just putting unnecessary baggage and pressure on my shoulders. The Wall Breakers is a side project for myself and Lena. We both have day jobs. And that's what it is right now. It, it will grow. We will grow together. And in looking forward to the rest of 2015, we want to create projects that we can all be a part of. I want to get you guys involved in writing some editorials, and I'm going to reach out to people that I know who I feel like have something that they want to get off their chest. I want to keep recording these podcast episodes, these mentor interviews. We will have one in April. I can't, it seems, guaranteed just yet that we'll always have it for April 1st because we're reaching out to people and their lives are in different places and they're doing a million things and they're taking their time to talk with us for all of us. And that's not always going to be an exact science. I will promise that I will always have podcast episodes and interviews coming out at least twice a month so that we always feel connected. I am never going to just drop this and drop off the face of the earth and leave you guys who may or may not care wondering what happened or I guess he didn't really care and this was just something. We're going to be here and we're going to be evolving along the way. So, looking ahead to 2015 and beyond. I'm not going to say that I know exactly what we're going to be by the time this year ends, but I know that we'll have monthly theme bullets that we'll use each month. We're going to be writing editorials, we're going to be doing these interviews, and we're going to be asking questions. If you have any questions of Lena and myself, please don't hesitate. You can find us at hello at thewallbreakers.com. You can go to thewallbreakers.com for any of the latest articles or information about us. I'm still somebody who browses sometimes using a footer on a website. We have lots of goodies and information in the footer. If you want to sign up for our newsletter, you can do so there. And please do. This way, whenever a new podcast comes out, it comes, you know, I email it. If a new article comes out that we feel is really important, we'll email it. We're not really worried too much about website traffic. What we're worried about right now is presenting the best content for all of us. So I wanted to come on and give you a little bit of backstory and information as to what's been going on in the Wall Breakers and what we're going to do going forward. I'm taking for granted the fact that you probably, at least if you're listening to episode 12 of the Wall Breakers podcast, you've listened to a few others and you have a decent idea of who we are and what we're trying to do. If you don't, I want to say welcome, and The Wall Breakers is your growing source for tools for a breakthrough career. And I want you to ask any kinds of questions and give any kinds of opinions you want to give. If you have something negative to say, I'm going to ask questions. If you have something positive to say, I'm going to ask questions. I want your opinion. Advice for an April day or an April week? It's growth season, guys. It's spring. Do some push-ups and get out there in the world. It's a beautiful day today in New York City. Get outside. Grab a burger. If you're a vegan, I'm sorry. Grab something else to eat. Hug somebody you love. And, uh, you know, what was it that I always say? Oh, that's right. Keep getting out there. Keep breaking those walls. You know how we do these things right now. This has been Breaking Walls, Episode 12, The State of the Wall Breakers in 2015. 
It turned out to be more of a conversation than anything else. If you'd like, I can bullet this out and give you more concise information. Don't hesitate to ask any questions. My name is James Scully. This is Breaking Walls, episode 12. And until next time, we'll all catch you on the flip side. Thank you.